is called Let's Ruin Our Childhood. Uh, my name is Alex Carter. And I'm Tom McGrain. And uh, we decided we wanted to uh, discuss um, aspects of our childhood, years gone by, that we loved and are certain uh, are great. Uh, We're certain. Yes. Built upon a whole pyramid. Yes. Yeah. Or our, or our brains just developed. Yeah. <laughs> false, is it false memories? Are things really good or really bad? Um, so we decided our first our first shot at this was a movie that we both decided we liked. That a it was lot. A solid movie. Yeah. Like I remember this movie. I can remember seeing it and thinking that it was really cool and like like kind of state of the art, like pretty cool. Yeah, I remember this movie being on. Fox on the weekends all the time. Was it? Yes. How I didn't you, have cable. How old were you the first time you saw it? Uh, probably ten. Yeah, I was eleven when it came out. Um, oh, that's impossible then. Oh yeah, no, that makes sense. I yeah. saw it. <laughs> Never right. mind. Never mind. You didn't time travel back to. <laughs> um, this movie came out in 1987, and the name of the film is The Running Man. Dun dun dun. Starring Arnold Schwarzenegger. Now again, my my recollection of this movie was it was a very cool, f- futuristic movie. Yeah. I love movies about the future. A dystopian future. Yeah. With a game show to keep the people uh, placated. Right. I didn't really remember a lot of the plot because I haven't. I don't. I don't know when the last time was I saw this. Like it's been. I don't either. It's been fifteen years at least. I mean, it's been a long time. Yes. But I saw it many times. As a kid on TV, because it was one that they played often. Yeah, I know I saw it a few times, but and I remember re- whenever it was on, I would wa- I always watched it. Oh yeah, and liked it very much. Yeah, um, but like I said, my brain's matured, <laughs> and and uh, uh, it's a little different now than I remembered it. Yeah, uh, it was uh, a little different than I remembered it, too. And when we decided to watch this, I was pretty sure that I was still going to like it. I thought, this will not ruin any sp- anything in my childhood. Like, I feel like this will be a, an intact, good memory. I had a feeling I own a lot of movies, and I feel like if if this one had really stuck with me, <laughs> I'd probably own it. Right. And when I went to rent it, they clearly did not have the Blu-ray. I was like, do you have one for sale? No. No, they're not selling a lot of the running, man. And I had to go to the old section and get a DVD. So I did. Wow, so now you own this movie. Oh, I didn't buy it. Oh, oh that's right, you rented it. I rented it, it from right. Video Warehouse that has every movie ever. Oh, thank God, that's going to help this podcast out a lot. It is. I, I was like, I had to pay four bucks to watch that thing. I pay. I only paid two bucks. Nice. Well, all right, so we're in six yeah. bucks, so we're doing. Yeah. We're, we're all right. Um. All right, so... Oddly enough, I didn't know. I didn't know. We'll just get into the movie here. I didn't know that this was set in 2017. Starts in 2017. Yeah. Yeah, which is kind of obviously fitting. Yes. Are there 
Some a lot of it was fitting for our, our political I was surprised. times. Yeah, <laughs> they were off the mark a little bit, but a lot of it kind of was very uh, reminiscent of things that are starting to happen in America right now. In Everything it was fitting for 2017, except for how horribly dated the entire movie is. The the computers they they made no attempt whatsoever to make the computers seem like they weren't from 1987. Yeah. Uh, the, the original Nintendo system was the operating system that everyone used. <laughs> yes. That level. Yes. Of, of it was. Uh, <laughs> and you know, it's fun. I was thinking about this. Uh, Total Recall came out three years after this movie. Okay. And it seems when you wa- if you watch these two movies side by side. You would think Total Recall came out 40 years after this movie did. (laughs) This movie could have been made in 1971, I feel. Oh, yeah. Because it's everything, (laughs) it's so dated. And it's just like they didn't, I feel like they didn't try hard enough with some of it. The the director of this movie, um, this was his first movie directing. Mm -hmm. And he was, he had been, and continued to be after this, uh, the director of Miami Vice. Ah, which was a good show. Yeah. We could probably go back and look at that. Yes, yeah. <laughs> might See how that holds up. <laughs> we'll check that out. I wonder, uh, I wonder, I don't know what I wonder. Should we run through the plot of the yeah. movie? Yeah, so the movie starts out with a, with a screen crawl. I'll read that. All right? So this is what the movie begins with, the, the crawl. By 2017, the world economy has collapsed. Food, natural resources, and oil are in short supply. A police state divided into paramilitary zones rules with an iron hand. Television is controlled by the state, and a sadistic game show called The Running Man has become the most popular program in history. Art, music, and communications are censored. No dissent is tolerated, and yet a small resistance movement has managed to survive underground. When high-tech gladiators are not enough to suppress the people's yearning for freedom, more direct methods become necessary. That doesn't even make sense. <laughs> How are the high-tech gladi- <laughs> the high-tech gladiators are just killing people on TV? <laughs> that doesn't, it doesn't even fit what really happens in the movie. There's a lot of things that happen in this movie that clearly they thought of, and then they're just sort of folded in. Yes. They had no, they didn't think past the first two steps. There's so many of them, because, like, it, going in, he is a, he works for the police state. He's a helicopter pilot. Right, so, that, so then after the crawl, immediately the first scene is this helicopter scene where Arnold Schwarzenegger is piloting this helicopter. And he's ordered to kill a bunch of civilians. Right, so they fly in, and uh, with their... With their amazing onboard computer. Yes, that looks Arnold like an Atari 3500. Right. It's all lines and pixels. <laughs> and Arnold looks at that and says, oh, it's a, it's a food shortage. It's a yes. food shortage. They're uh, unarmed. Yeah. Yes. You can tell that it's, it's a food shortage, right, and they're unarmed by looking at the pixels on the screen. And then the government says, no, you have to kill them. Yes. And he refuses. Yes. Then his co-pilot attacks him. <laughs> yeah. He almost falls out of the <laughs> helicopter. <laughs> And then they go on, presumably, to kill all these people. Yes. But I like the fight scene in the helicopter. Yeah, pretty I, smooth. I had, I had to watch this movie twice. I just watched it before I, I came over here. And the fight begins when someone behind Arnold lifts him backwards over the seat and out of his seat. Yes. 
like like uh, <laughs> like it was nothing. Arnold probably weighs two hundred and eighty pounds. <laughs> he's like at the he's at the height of his powers at this point. He's and the guy just pops him out, and then they start wrestling around. And yes. Arnold, they're in a, they're in a very small helicopter, and he knocks them all out with one punch at a time, just like like a short punch boop, in the face, boop, and they're boop. all knocked out. Yes, but then they get him. He almost falls out of the helicopter. He almost falls out of the helicopter. Say, Real bad green screen. Yeah, they said to detain him, not drop him. <laughs> so they pr- they detain him, and then flash forward 18 months, and he's in a prison camp carrying a steel beam. Yes. With a full beard. With a full beard. I think it might be. I'm trying to think if it's the only movie where Arnold has a full beard. It was a, f- it definitely a really not a good beard. No, it seemed like a fake beard. Apache glued on. Not good. Mess. But you know they have to show the passes of time somehow. Yes. So, so then uh, they're in prison. Arnold and a guy Yafet Kado, the very, uh, the the very dark black guy that's oh, in so many '80s movies. Yes, he's an alien. He looks like bloated James Brown. Yes, totally. Yes. With that kind of yeah crazy hair. Yeah. And uh, they get in a fight. You don't really know what's going on. Well, there it's a distraction. So a nerdy oh, guy. Right. Can get a code off of a computer, and you know he's a computer nerd because he's wearing glasses, and he's very skinny. Yes, <laughs> so you know you're like, oh, this guy. You can tell Arnold's like, make him a skinny nerd. And like <laughs> yes. They're like, okay. Yes. But they didn't think any farther. Put glasses on him. So he's he's putting water in a bucket and watching a guard over his shoulder type in a code, which works perfectly, and then somehow they get the computer. It's still in the same spots, and they try to enter the code oh, that's right. to turn off the sensors that make the collars they're wearing yeah. explode. It's a sonic, some sort of sonic death line or something. Yes. It's like a, there's like a line of like these small satellite dishes. Yes, with red and green lights. Right. They have to have red and green lights flashing on them. Yes. They let you know if it's, it's armed or unarmed. So they get the code to deactivate those. Right. And I, I never saw them move the computer. They fight all the guards, many right. of them. Kill a bunch of the guards, and then they're like, "Okay, all right, then they're you got the, the, computer. the computer, yeah, deactivate <laughs> the code, but the code's not working for some reason." And they keep they type it in like fifteen times, and then it sort of works, right? And then Chico, a guy named Chico, runs away. Chico makes a break for and it, and they're it like, "Chico, no! For some reason, it's only sort of working." <laughs> and then he runs, and they're like, "Chico, no! Yes. Chico!" <laughs> and then his head explodes. Yeah. And then they type that's the code cool. in again. That was that's cool. A good, that's a good practical yes. effect of the head exploding. I yes. enjoyed that. I did too. And then the code works. Yes. And they all run away. Yeah. So this is like, we're like eight minutes into the movie at yes. this point. Yeah. So then they're in uh, like a city. They're in El- they're in Los Angeles. Yes. Now, before that, like they cut to, um, it's a, it's a, it gotta be like a big map painting. I don't think they did it on a computer back right, then. Right. Yeah. Of Los Angeles. Yes. And somehow in the future, Los Angeles has lots of really tall skyscrapers. It basically looks like New York City. <laughs> yes. You're like, wait, what? Yes. You're not gonna pretend like the earthquake happened? Yes. And there's a lady speaking on a screen. Yes. Ex- basically saying, hey, we're fascists. This right. is a, things are not good. Seeing is believing. And it sort of made you think of the the current Trump verse, mm-hmm. especially being eighteen months after twenty seventeen. Yep. And they meet up with a guy, an old guy. Yep. That's gonna take their explosive collars off. 
And the old Mick. guy is Mick Fleetwood from Fleetwood Mac. Yes. And is it <laughs> a Mick in the movie? Yes, it is. Yeah. And they put, like, old man. It, it, it was very weird the way he looked. Yeah, I they thought. put old man prosthetics on him, which I guess was a new technology in 1987 because yeah. it looked real dumb. And also, what is the point of it? Wouldn't he have been. I mean, how old was there, there was no reason to put him. There was just give him a beard. Him being an old man. Yeah, it was, yeah. I mean, if you want a bearded old man, just give him a white beard. You didn't need to give him all the weird makeup stuff. Yeah, I thought that was that strange. Seemed very unnecessary. So um, those guys are the resistance. That's they're the, like the underground yes. resistance people. Yes, but then Arnold is like, ah, I believe in survival, not politics. Yeah, and he goes away. Right. The one more thing though, when they when he shows up. To the resistance, Arnold is suddenly wearing a gold gym T-shirt yes. with suspenders yes. and smoking a stogie. <laughs> yes. So that's all happened yes. when he met the resistance. All he I did. hear is talking <laughs> <laughs> about action, and then he leaves, right. which doesn't really make any sense. Nope. So you can stay with us, but they don't trust him because he's a cop. He was a cop. Ah, uh, right. He was one of the bad guys. So he leaves on the back of a flatbed truck. Yes. And just walks into a city. Into a state-run facility, as far as I can tell, only wearing a hard hat. I mean, he's wearing clothes, yeah. but his disguise is a hard hat and yeah. a Gold's Gym right. shirt. You know, he, see, he's going to sneak in like he's a This giant like a guy right. that supposedly killed a bunch of people. He's just like, I got this. I right. just walk in. He put a, like an almost miniature hard hat on his head, and that was his <laughs> yes. disguise. Like it, it, yes. was, it, was a, it was an extra small hard hat he yes. put on top of his head. Yes. I'm still smoking a stogie. Yes. And then he walks in to meet his brother. Right. He's he going, he thought, to his brother's apartment. Yes. Which he still, they didn't change the code to, apparently. Because oh, yeah, right. we don't know this at the time, but his brother doesn't live there anymore. But Correct. the code remains the same. And I even thought the code was dumb. The code was 445566. <laughs> like, what the hell is that? Want to hear something even dumber? Yeah. I noticed on the button code, it has 1, 2, 3, you know, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9. Yeah. And then pound zero, and then it has 11, 12, 13. Are you serious? Yes. No. <laughs> yes. That is what? ridiculous. What's the future? You need um, uh, those three numbers? I guess. <laughs> Math is taking a So time. then, yeah, he goes into the apartment and is hiding, I guess, and the lady that lives there comes home. Yep. Uh, slips into something more comfortable to work out in, which is a negligee for <laughs> yes. some reason. She decides she slips into her negligee to do exercise. Yeah, she comes home, and you know it's the future because she says, lights on, and the yes. lights come on. And then yes. she says, TV on. And, the and TV, then coffee. Yeah, and coffee. And, and the coffee just instantly starts shooting out of the coffee, maker, which, <laughs> yes. again, makes no sense. She, so the TV comes on, and the TV is, I would say, a 1986 model television. Yes, like a it's older than the movie even yeah this movie somehow doesn't take into consideration the that TVs will continue to evolve with technology right Cause in at the, all the, right in the year they didn't take into consideration that anything would evolve with that technology evolves but all the equipment apparently stays exactly the same yes. nothing nothing looks any different no it's just way more powerful and yeah. we know that because they say it yeah and I love it. I love in '80s movies when they try and act like it's the future. They make everyone's like clothes just way more aggressively '80s style. <laughs> yes, yes. Like all the co- pe- people's clothing is just like, oh, this looks like the '80s, but like super '80s. Yes. Like they this movie could have been called Super '80s. <laughs> yes. Super '80s Running Man. 
everything about the music is so I it drives me crazy when they use contemporary music in movies that are supposed to take place in a different time yes. or be timeless. Yeah. Because this movie got a big old this is an 80s movie stamp so hard on it that it it's the music know who did the music? Who? It was Harold Fultemeyer. I don't know who that is. Uh, what? He's the guy, you know the song Axel F? No. Beverly Hills Cop? Yes. I love the Beverly Hills Cop yeah, theme. Yeah, think the music in that. Bam, the music bam, bam, in bam, 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 bam. Uh, Top Gun. He like did all, all that synth music you hear. He, that's Harold Fultemeyer. He's like the king. So if anything sounds like the 80s, it's probably because he Oh. It. So it only makes sense. That does make sense. Lots but, uh, you know, I like the 80s music in Beverly Hills Cop. Yeah. And dun, Top Gun. Dun, 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 dun. Yes, that's him. I used to listen to that. I rec- I recorded that off the TV and listened to it all the time. <laughs> I, I'm almost 100 percent positive I did the same thing. <laughs> that song is that and the Spaceballs theme song. <laughs> Those were the two. That was my mixtape. That sounds pretty good. I bet that really holds up over time. Also, <laughs> um. So he's oh, yeah, in the so, apartment. So, yeah, so she's in there in her lingerie. She she yes. starts working out in lingerie because that's yes. what people do in the future. Of course. She's wearing like a teddy. Like yes. In the 80s, you know, sexy women wore teddies. Oh, yeah. Which, if you are uh, anyone younger than us, it's like a a satin It's like a negligee, yeah, yeah. It's a one-piece, it's like a one-piece no bathing one suit with a little things. skirt on the bottom. Yes, no one wears these things. <laughs> no, she was uh, she was exercising. She was using a futuristic Bowflex in a night. Yep, and watching a former stalker, you find out. Yeah, uh, so she's watching her exercise show, which is which is run by a guy that was on the game show. Yeah, Jesse Pre- Body yeah, Ventura. I bit, forgot he was the, in this. The greatest champ. This, when I saw this, I like he is yelled out loud. Yeah. I was excited <laughs> yes. when I saw him. Yes, his acting skills are. Uh, Left wanting, yeah. I will say, in this He's movie. He's definitely a, still a pro wrestler. Yes. During this. And he had a sweet wig on, too. Yes. Um, so then Arnold, he's in her apartment. She's got a travel pass. Yeah. She says, you don't have a travel pass. Right. So he he's like, like but her, you yeah. do. Yeah. He chases yes. her around. And he's he's wearing boxers at this point. Mm, I think he's, he's wearing, wearing. No, he put on clothes. He's wearing boxers and a wife beater. And she's chasing him around. Like, he just got out of the shower. It's very weird. I thought he had pants on. Nope. Hmm. Yep. But at any rate, yeah, he gets they so chase he, each other around. Pass. It's kind of weird. It's very weird. Like it you can seems tell it, like, weirdly. Again, she was in lingerie and he was in his underwear, and it's totally unnecessary. It doesn't yes. make any sense. It is, but it's a very 80s Arnold movie thing to be kind of, you're like, ooh, this is kind of gross now. Yeah. For the <laughs> good guy to be doing this. It's like, what are you doing? Then he grabs her by the ankle, and then he ties her up. Yeah, into onto some flex. yeah, yeah onto some exercise equipment, and then he insists that she come with him. Right, with his with the travel pass. Right, and the travel pass is like a little piece of, like a little card, little plastic card that you scan. It's like the, apparently the f- like the future version of like secure flying or something. But well, it's just to show that you're like a citizen because it's a f- like a. F- it's like a dictatorship. Yeah, but that's what you think. So you have a travel pass. <laughs> I don't know. Get, they, it doesn't know, really. But, no, but when they get to the airport. So they go to the airport, and Arnold's, Arnold's got a better disguise than his yellow hat this time. This time he has a, a Hawaiian very loud shirt. Hawaiian shirt and a hat and sunglasses. So he's, yes. he's definitely incognito. Yes. And then he tricks them. So, yeah, they go to they the airport. They have one travel pass. Yeah. 
and he they're going through he shows the one travel pass and they're like where is her travel pass he's like oh geez i don't know let's look and he starts pulling all this stuff out of her purse and setting it on the security guard and they're like "Eh, it's a dictatorship whatever but this is annoying go through yeah we don't want to wait two more minutes yes they send him through she sees the guards stomps on his foot and says this is ben whatever his name is the the butcher of bakersfield the butcher of bakersfield and so they chase him down. Yep. In a very not a well orchestrated <laughs> chase with uh with a net. Yeah, so in a van. Yeah, so Arnold decides to make a break for it. And how he does that is he is in the middle of an airport and a bit just opens a door and then is running across the tarmac. Yes. That's how he's gonna get away. Yes. Running just across keep the running. airfield. He is the running man. <laughs> Soon to be. They look at him move. Oh, yeah. why did I do that in Arnold's voice? <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, so he yeah, runs. And then, then that futuristic car comes and shoots. They shoot a net on him. Yep, I love caught. futuristic cars. Yes, especially in '80s movies, like in RoboCop, the futuristic cars were Ford Tauruses. <laughs> <laughs> Oddly enough, uh, RoboCop came out this year also. You know, this I don't know which came out first. They were both kind of going for the same vibe. RoboCop did it That's much true. better. Oh, a than bazillion this. times better. Yes, it can't even. I mean. Uh, we'll have to watch that too. But oh, Robo! I've t- I've watched RoboCop a yeah, hundred times as, <laughs> as an adult, probably this year. Um, so then he's caught, and then they they tell him you're going to volunteer to be a running man. We yeah. meet Richard Dawson. Right. You, this is where you figure out, like they explain that basically the somehow the justice system and the entertainment world have combined together. Yes. Yeah. And they offered to basically. Be a contestant, and and then maybe we'll let you go or whatever. And the bad guy is Richard Dawson, the real-life host of yeah. Family Feud the creepy, at the time. The creepy guy that goes kiss all the little girls. Yes, and you want you watch him as the bad guy in this movie. Yeah. Well cast, because you're like, I think that's probably what he's really like. Yes, for sure. The real creepy, would-fire guy that mopped his shoe. Yeah, right. Which he does. Exactly. And so he sees video of uh, our hero, Ben escaping uh or running away oh no escaping prison is when he escaped prison he goes look at a move right and somehow they had a camera out there with slow motion footage to capture him just running i guess it was actually before he escapes the airport yeah when he escaped prison yeah Yeah. so he sees then they catch him to put him on the tv show at the airport (laughs) yeah so after they say they'll get him for me even though they didn't really get him for him the girl called him out and was it when they're at the airport? I'm trying to think when they sh- when they showed the first fake footage of what he did. No, that's at the beginning of, of the show. Of the show. All right. Yes. So, <laughs> so he, I think it was. A, so he talks him basically into it. They said if you don't if you don't do it, we're, we're taking hurt your friends. Yeah, we're going to take your two friends from from prison and right. make them do it. Right. Yes. And then he gets a series of shots <laughs> that yes. are incredibly painful that never ever come up again. As far did those ever come up again? No. And, and you bet you get the idea. They're like, oh, this one tracks them, and this one does something else, and this one probably does something else. Right. And it, there's no mention of them ever again. No, it, it didn't make a whole hell of a lot of sense. No, it did not. And then after that was this. Scene I remember this as a kid thinking this was very cool. This scene where um, his court appointed um, theatrical agent. 
Yes. He has a court appointed theatrical agent. Has all these papers. Like sign these papers so he can do it and like get him ready to go. Yes. He's like, here, use my back. So Arnold gets a little smile on his face <laughs> yes. and puts the paper on his back and like signs, signs or whatever, and then jabs the pen into the guy's right back. into him, stabs straight him, into it. and the guy's like, ah, and, and no one does anything. Right. This guy's like works. I I find it odd that they just they're all just like, well, he stabbed him with the pen. Right. See you later, Why guy. Do and that? he just runs away. What'd that guy do to him? It's not his <laughs> fault. He was court appointed. <laughs> yes. God, what a that was such a dick move. That really was. And I love how so he had like the pen in his fist and like to jab like this pen in like three inches into this guy's oh, back yeah. is what it looks like. He did it with the force of like basically like a fist bump. Yes. Like no force. But I mean, you know, would have to He's Arnold. Also at one to convince the girl to come with him earlier. He rips her exercise machine that is attached to the ground, out of the ground. Oh, yeah. And he says, because I said please or whatever. And then he just rips it out of the floor. And I was like, what did, I don't really see what what that did, but all right. That was real helpful. That was also the scene where Arnold is, after he meets his agent and he's walking through the hallway. Mm -hmm. And he sees the girl that he kidnapped. And she is with another the girl that got him caught. Oh yes, 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 Maria Conchita Alonso. Yes, she. MCA. Uh, what what did she say? I wrote it down because it's insane. She's with a friend of hers from work. Oh, that's what. And her friend says, "Yeah, her friend says you're lucky he didn't kill you too, or rape you then kill you, or kill you then rape you." She said, looking at him longingly, yes. like, oh, I'd love to get raped by him is the implication there. And yes. I was like, that was good. That, that was 100% the point they're trying to get across. Yes. Like, Why is that? Like, that was bizarre. Weird rape reference, number one. Number two is later on, but yes. that was very weird. But that's when we also learned that uh, Maria Conchita Alonso, MCA, just happens to work for the TV show. Yes. She Whoa, wrote the theme song for the. The whole of the government group, the bad government, she wrote their jingle. Oh, really? We, she says oh, that in her right. apartment. Yeah, because yeah, Arnold found her cassette tapes. Because yes. 17 cassettes are still the thing. <laughs> yes. They made a real effort to do some futurist studies on this movie. They, yeah. they did not. Okay, and so now at this point, so Arnold starts out in a the helicopter. They frame him for murdering civilians. He breaks out of prison. He finds the resistance. He gets caught again. And now, finally, we're, we're halfway through the movie. Yes. And it's time for what is apparently America's number one TV show. Ever, of all time. Yes. The Running Man. Time. And it keeps, somehow, the TV show's ratings keep the people placated. Yeah. So they don't fight back because they love this show so much. Right. That's on once a week for three hours. <laughs> This is keeping the people in their place. Yeah. Because they love the running man. So much. So they show footage of the massacre Yeah, at the beginning of the running man to show how bad of a guy Ben is. Right. And that you're going to want him killed on the show. But what drives me crazy, and not just this movie, but so many movies, when they're showing footage, they have somehow they have footage of the massacre. There was a camera in the helicopter. Yes. There was apparently another <laughs> camera on a helicopter following that helicopter. There's like there's cameras on the sides of yes. this helicopter. Like, just right. make it as if there was one camera, please. Like, yeah. what is the thought process? Would be like, we have footage. Right here it is from nine different angles. They just replayed the beginning of the movie, but they show they said it was footage. Fake, 
fake yes. footage of Arnold killing the people. Yes, they edited so, it so that it seemed like Arnold did it. Yes, but what we see, what what the people see, is what we saw in the movie theater. Yes, it was filmed Theatrical from the movie. Yes, ridiculous. In, outside and or. <laughs> yes, and when they do that in so many yes, movies, yes. and it drives me nuts. Yeah. So that's what we learn. For sure that we see fake news is happening. Yes, so, which, another parallel. Yeah, I thought that was pretty crazy. I'm like, oh, yes. fake believe, news is happening. Yeah, believe what you see. Right. So And now it's believe what you don't see. But They're able to just basically like swap people in and out of video and do whatever yes. they want. I wonder, if that, I wonder if that would be like the end of our actual civilization. Like if someone, think what would happen if a story comes out and, and like you find out that they faked video in it. Oh. Special effects. At some point, I mean, I, I hate to think about it. I mean, they could do that now. I know. That's what I'm saying. I feel like I can spot CGI, though, still. Yeah. But I don't know. I if don't they, know. It'd be, eventually, you won't be able to. That's what I'm saying. So so maybe the, maybe the worst is yet to come, because that's what was happening. The worst is, we're, we're, we're 10 days in. <laughs> yeah. The worst is yet to come. <laughs> anyway. Uh, so they show that previous winners of The Running Man. Oh, yeah, right. Which are two just dumpy looking dudes, <laughs> and or three, <coughs> and they show them on a island with a bunch of which a bunch of babes in bikinis. Yeah, and you're like, oh, if you win, this is this is what happens. Right. You might you get, get pardoned. Your your debt to society has been paid. What they say yes. if you win the show, then you're free to go. Or you get a trial by jury. There's a list yeah. of things. Yeah, trial by jury, stay of execution, stuff like that. And then they sh- show the previous winners. With Beach Babes. Right. Well, the show's about to start, and he says, we have a surprise. It's his two friends from prison. Yeah. They're going with them. Yeah. And he's like, oh, no, you said no. But they're going with them. And who are they going to fight? Sub-Zero. The first. (laughs) So basically, basically this now becomes a video game with, like, each level is like a boss level. Yes. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. They ask so, an old lady in the audience yeah. to pick, pick the, stalker. the stalker. Yeah. And they give her 10 seconds, which also, I was like, why Why did they put a timer on this? Yeah, Because the 10 seconds is up, and they're like, so who's it going to be? Tell us. She's like, oh, I can't decide. Like, well, the 10 seconds was up, like, way over 10 <laughs> seconds ago. <laughs> but whatever. And she picks the big, cuddly, I'm presuming Japanese man. Yeah, somehow. That is called Sub-Zero. Right. And wears hockey pads. Yeah. And uses a hockey stick. Yeah. He comes out. ice skates. He comes out, and they're like, I, and I forgot this. I, for, I forgot what, who Sub-Zero was. So they're like, Sub-Zero. So I'm thinking like, I'm thinking of Arnold Schwarzenegger and, you know, Batman and Robin. Like a Mr. Freeze. Oh, yeah. A Mr. Freeze style. Right, I, that would make know. sense. And then uh, what comes <laughs> out is an enormous uh, Japanese man mm-hmm. with a, like in a black, I don't know, like a black jumpsuit and, in a, and a big metal cod piece, of course. Yes, of course. And then a big hockey stick that's basically a giant knife. Yes, and then he cuts that's a who donger. Is. And then the announcer says... Ladies and gentlemen, yeah. Professor yeah. Sub-Zero. So that's the only time I've ever said, and for some reason he's <laughs> Professor Sub-Zero. I, uh, I was like, why, why would they add the professor to this? I looked. <laughs> I, I had the same thought, and I'm like, who the hell is this guy um, that played that? Because he seems really familiar. He's Oddjob, isn't he? <clears throat> uh, no, he was a pro wrestler. 
and uh, he was in some other movies that I didn't. Oh, I just remember. assumed he was Odd Job from yeah. the Bond movies. Um, but he's probably a lot bigger than Odd Job was. He was a huge guy. He was huge. Yes. Um, let's see. I'm looking it up here. He was. Where is uh ah? Sub Zero was played by. His name is Professor Toru oh. Tanaka. Oh, so he's a, he, but he's a professor. I was reading about this guy, and there's no. They don't talk about how he's a professor of what or where. He just that was just his, is that he goes. That's his name. That's what his name is on IMDb. Professor Toru. Okay. Why it's weird the movie used like Mick Fleetwood was Mick. <laughs> professor Sub Zero is Professor yeah. Toru Tanaka, right. <laughs> but they only say Professor the one time. Yeah, and it and it makes no sense. It makes no sense. There is no reason for it. Again, never mentioned. It, it didn't. Didn't play into his character at all. No, but it had nothing. in real life, he's going by the first. He's calling himself a professor. So someone that's biz- that's really weird. I imagine he insisted. <laughs> it's like, no, I'm not doing this unless I'm fucking Professor Sub Zero. Yeah, like, well, we'll say it once. That's it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. So then they they get forced in. They're being led by some motorcycle guys. Well, no, we're forgetting the tubes. Oh. Oh, yeah, the tubes. The tubes are my favorite thing in the movie, I think. <laughs> well, good, because you got a lot of scenes with the tubes then. <laughs> yes, that was your favorite yes. thing. Oh, we're forgetting something else. The opening the oh, opening yes. montage. Yeah, we're, we're There was like 10 of minutes order. of chicks dancing in thongs <laughs> for no reason. At the very beginning, so when they cut to the Running Man sequence, okay, so first it goes um, dancing, then introduction of Sub-Zero, and then they shoot him. So we'll go back to the very beginning. Yes. Yes. There was a... a a, chore- a, a choreographed dance number with like the solid gold dancers. But oh like, yeah, but like in the, thongs. Yes, in thongs. They're zooming in on the thongs. They're zooming out. It's way too it's, long. It's, it's very dramatically <laughs> lit and it's <laughs> yes. extremely long. Yes. And I'm like, what is this? Yes. I'm like, this is like in the '80s before internet porn. Like that was a hot scene. That's very true. That was a hot scene. Yes, and I bet they didn't show that scene on Fox. Because no, I would have remembered not. it. I would have been like, oh, shit, I better go get the VHS tape. <laughs> <laughs> Got to record this for later. <laughs> and I looked it up, and uh, that that uh, dance was choreographed by none other than Paula Abdul herself. Oh, so shit. So they spent money on that. So that was an important. Oh, clearly. I also, it makes me think when I see people, like all those girls in that movie, I was like, they're, they're so excited to be in this movie. Right. All these dancers yeah. shaking their booties around. And their 80s workout clothes. Yes, it was 80s workout clothes, big hair, lots of sparkle, and a Paula Abdul choreographed. I mean, that's as 80s as it gets. And it was <laughs> it was way too long. It was way too it long. Was. You could tell. But it, again, in the historical context, that was that was a, an important scene for a lot of young men. So <laughs> yes, yes, there so was that, a. It did serve a purpose. Sure. Yeah. To remember later for teenagers, basically. Yes. Was the uh, first deposit into the bank <laughs> bank account. Growing up, uh, then they go. Jesse Ventura is like the color commentator. Yes, the guy. That, so he apparently all has his own uh, aerobic show. Yes, and and he does like he's the, like the he's like the locker room guy. Yeah. for the stalkers. And there's also a locker room, but we won't we won't get to that yet. We have to. Yeah, he's the. He also said a line that they kept in the movie that drove. He said. Here in the locker room, there's a lot of excitement here. 
and that drove me nuts. <laughs> <laughs> it shouldn't have driven me that crazy, but I was like, they left that in? Like, just do one more take and don't say here in the locker room there's a lot of excitement here. Right. Why would you say here twice? And I guess <laughs> just thinking about the locker room and everything else, they kind of put in context to, like, the world, how the world is reacting around this. So there's a, bi- there's a live studio audience. Um. There's people out in like the demilitarized zone or whatever, like yes, out like in the streets watching it. So <laughs> somehow there's giant HD TVs up in like the ghetto where everyone can watch yes. this stupid show. But every other TV is a small 1987 13 inch rounded like bubble screen TV. <laughs> yes. Okay, that's great. So you see those people that are like out in the streets watching it, and then they show like. Um, the people that are in the locker rooms watching it. There is a lot of people in the locker room. Yes. And so what are they all, doing there? I don't know why there's a locker room. The mm. locker room is where like presumably the the stalkers are getting ready. Yes. But there's lots of like half naked dudes walking around yes, there. For, and what, then fully are there clothed. that many stalkers? Yeah, like the big like like a football player locker room. But then there's like a lot of like like there's guys in dressed suits. up white people yes, like yes, partying. Yes. They're partying. Yes. And like watching it on TV. It, None of that makes any sense. No. Because there's only, like, what, five stalkers or something. As far as you can tell. And also, uh, Jesse Ventura is trying to say, he said, "Uh, here in the locker room, there's a lot of excitement here. Then he's interrupted by the big old jerk, Richard Dawson. Yeah. And they set up a negative thing between those two that you think will come into fruition later. Yes. It does not. (laughs) At all. In any way. Except he's just kind of grumpy later, but he was kind of grumpy at the beginning. Yeah. Um, so then, so so you you get the feeling that there's people in the audience. See, because they set it up like there's a resistance. The people that are against the bad, the the corrupt government or whatever. Yeah. And then the regular, all like, then there's just regular people out in the world, and they all seem like they're fine. Yes, like everyone. The people seems that are watching TV, they're all gambling on it. Like yes. it's a big thing. The they keep changing the odds on this big chalkboard, like it's the 1920s. But they did massacre a bunch of people at the beginning. But you don't get the impression that like they're living in like shanties, but there's no food. Right. But so everyone seems like they're doing great while they're watching this show. Yes. It's really well. Weird. That's what that's the point of the show. Yeah, I guess keeps so. Three hours a week keeps the people happy. I guess. So, so, so at that point, they're gonna they put. Arnold into a pod, this little like my, uh, mesh pod thing, and yes. they're presumably going to shoot him into the game zone. And this is where we hear the f- the first the first uh, big uh, trademark line from Arnold. Oh yeah. yeah, Richard Dawson. Richard Dawson goes to shoot him out, and he's like, "Hey, hey, Killian!" And then long pause. Oh yes, one shot on Arnold, dead center of the screen. Like, I'll be back. Yeah. Very. I'm. I can imagine that like the theater erupted at that point in 1987. I thought it was weird. It was weird to me to think. I was like, I didn't realize he he said that in many movies. Yeah. And I was like, it's. I didn't realize people had catchphrases that they said in more than one I, movie. I, know. I don't it's think that's weird. I don't think that's done anymore. I think no. That was like who. And, and he says it again in the movie. He's. Yeah. Like, I told him I'd be back. Yes, like, right. oh, you sure did, Arnold. Yeah. You oh, always do. There's so many of those. There's so many. Uh, we'll get to those. It's, yes. it's unbelievable. I wrote down many lines. Uh, some are not bad. Some are classic Arnold lines. Oh, yeah. Some are just <laughs> horrific. Like, you w- you're like, yeah, you should say this. 
like, oh, man. <laughs> All right, so he looks at him, tells him, I'll be back. And then they shoot him in this little pod thing down like a like a water slide tunnel. Like yeah, a really like concrete tunnel. tunnel yeah. yeah, but like, like you would like Shoots him with yeah. what are clearly uh, like bottle rockets on the back of the <laughs> thing. <laughs> like, like you can almost see the wicks. Yes. Like you couldn't go a little... More expensive than that, you goofballs. And somehow that's making him like pull several G forces. Yes. Like he's going so fast, like his face is pulling back. But the tunnel part is, I remember that from my childhood, and I was like, "This is, I like this." I mean, yeah. how did they? They had to have a tunnel, and they were shooting a thing through it. That's cool with the guy in it. Yeah, you can tell like they spent a lot of money with Paul Abdul and the dancing. You can tell they spent a lot of money on the tube scene. Like the yes. tube scene's gonna sell this fucking yes, movie. Yes, exactly. Because it was, it was. Something that needed been shown for like three seconds, and it felt like three minutes. Like it, I think it, it might have so been long. three minutes. And then you're like, "How big is the game area?" <laughs> exactly. And then it takes them five right. minutes to get shot out at 200 miles exactly. per hour. <laughs> they lead you to believe that like you're, they're going a very far away or somewhere it's like very deep in the earth yes. or something because they're shooting through this tube forever at a very high rate of speed. Which, when you really think, there's no the tube serves no purpose except for it's a TV show, and I guess they would be like, well, that's an entertaining way to introduce these guys that are about to get murdered. I guess, but again, it leads <laughs> the viewer of the movie to believe that oh, they're being shot off to this far distant you know area, empty area wherever yes. this game takes takes place. But it's uh, evidently the same area right and it's all it's just it's 400 city blocks is that what they said it was did they they said that i think so oh boy which is ridiculous yes so he, he shoots out of the tube and he lands in this like a net which is like snow fencing yeah. essentially yes Makes perfect sense. It hurt the nerdy guy, though. Well, he's the weak nerd. Yes, duh. Yes. <laughs> it makes sure the nerd gets hurt. <laughs> he cannot do it. <laughs> uh, so then they're down there, and there's other people. There's, like, dudes on motorcycles yeah, corralling like, them. They're basically at the out, like, you're, they're at the out, just outside of the doors to go into the game world. Yes. It's like this little, like, like a, kind of like a, you're walking... Like a gladiator walking in. It's like a, a tunnel, and there's people on both sides, like throwing garbage. And yeah. And it's the 80s, so there's guys on dirt bikes. Yes, of course. And they're prodding them and making them go in, and there's a huge sign with fucking. With the host of the game show yeah. for Cadre Cola. Cadre Cola. And I don't know, Cadre was like, is like a theme throughout the movie. Yes. And they never. Ex- I, and then I'm like, should I know what Cadre means? Yeah, I don't know. I probably should. Should I know that as a, just a person that's probably. alive? Probably. <laughs> That's a real <laughs> is that word. Just, is that just something I don't know? But uh, cadre. Yeah, yes. Him and his buddies. They come in right behind yep. him. Which, when they're going down the tube, like, when they sent two guys in, like, one was right behind the other, like, ten feet. And then you get, how many tubes out. are there? Yeah, I, the They all tube, go to different places. A tube, tube comes into play later, and you're like, what? Yeah. What? What? <laughs> That is like that's some lazy writing right there. <laughs> oh man, there's probably a bunch of guys on cocaine in the '80s, like, oh man, just shoot through the tubes. Yeah, that'll just solve any sort of like <laughs> yes. potential problem. Yes. Oh man, it was the tubes, bro. Uh, so those guys, and then okay, so now they're they they go in and they're gonna fight. Uh, deep freeze. Professor, What's his name? Professor, professor Sub Zero. Not a professor. No, it just his name is just Professor. <laughs> 
Uh, so they're fighting him. Uh, yeah, they go they, in and they're immediately on ice. Yes, they discover. Of and course, it's and like he a is video in. Game. Uh, he's got goalie pads. Yeah, and a big metal knife skate. Yeah, knife hockey stick. Yes, and so he's on ice. Skates. And he's on ice skates. Yeah, the big Japanese guy for some right. reason, whose theme is hockey. With a knife, yeah. <laughs> but then he cuts. Classic, he also cuts cliche. a gong in half with his hockey stick, and you're like, "What?" So they're going with the Japanese thing, but also the, the yeah. hockey thing. It, it was it's pretty weird. Anyway, they fight him for a while. Uh, he hurts. He hurts the nerdy guy. Traps him in the hockey in the the net. Oh yeah, so which yeah. I was like, so he's trapping him. Yeah, he yeah he, he trap he. He plays the nerdy guy like a puck again. Arnold really. Well, he's also pushing the nerdy, the nerdy guy on the ice with his giant Swords. blade. Yeah, and not right. somehow not hurting him right. at all. But he just cut a but gong. He scores, in a, he scores a goal with him, and the yes. goal closes on him like a, like a trap. Yeah, which doesn't make sense because they're there to be murdered. Right. And uh, then Yafet Kato does something probably. And then Arnold, a, a wall like breaks, and Arnold well, grabs yeah. a stick that's connected to a bunch of razor wire. Yeah, because and this whole thing is like they're skating through hallways. Like there's no wide open area. No. Like this guy can't get enough speed. Like imagine if you're in a hallway, a high school hallway, and someone's on ice skates and you have to fight them. Yes. You beat the hell out of them. <laughs> the guy can't do anything with ice skates. He's yeah. like. I don't know, but you'd be walking on ice. <coughs> yeah, I don't know, but it was just amazing that uh, that it was like it was hallways. It was not even a wide open area. It was odd. And it looked very cheap. Too. Yes. Oh, this whole movie. Yeah. The, everything this about set this was movie was particularly cheap. Yes. Uh, so right. Arnold, Arnold, they crash through something, and yeah. the the fencing breaks. Right. And the top so, of the fence, there's razor wire. Yes. So Arnold can grab this this pipe that's yep. connected to razor wire. And the guy's skating, and he skates right into it, right. right into the razor wire. Yep. Gets all wrapped up, and then Arnold tugs on the razor wire and yep. slits the guy's throat. Yep. And then the guy is dying. <laughs> what is he, he says something dumb to him. I can't remember what it was. Yeah. I, he, oh, after he dies, this is one of the worst oh, lines of the movie. <laughs> Sub-Zero, now he's playing Zero. Oh, yeah, that's right. I was right. like, What? Yeah. What kind of stupid line is that? <laughs> yeah, that was uh, a good one. <laughs> yes. Um, anyway, yeah. everyone's freaking out. Yeah, he, yeah, he killed him, and so this is the first time a stalker's been killed in forever. Ever. Or, or, it's ever. the first time ever. Yeah, so the whole crowd's very sad. Here's makes the, everyone very sad. So the show is supposed to be three hours long. Right. Everyone expects these guys to get killed really quickly, and this is the first stalker that's ever been killed. But also, two guys have won the show before without killing any stalkers, and mm, that's and they right. I didn't freak even think out about that. They freak out about the stalker being killed. Well, how is this show ever supposed to be three hours long? Right. What are they going to do for three hours? I think it's going to hide for two and a half hours. Yeah, if that's true. Then how is this the number one show in America? No, no way. I also got wondering, like at points later in the movie when they're when they're running around presumably unseen by the cameras doing all their stuff. Right. What are the people watching? Right. <laughs> on their favorite show of all time. Right. 
It's just him giving away board games. They're watching Richard Dawson give away board games. Yeah, every time someone would he talk to someone in the audience, he'd give them the Running Man, the home game, which yes. I remember thinking that was hilarious as a kid. Oh yeah, because in every game show back then, you get the home version. Oh yeah, very, and consolation prizes and yep. things that don't you don't see anymore in yep. game shows. But that was uh, so then so then so he they very easily kill within minutes of meeting him. Yes, they very easily kill the first boss oh yeah easily and here's this is this is nitpicky (laughs) but they slice his neck open and as he's dying he pulls his hands away from his neck and there's blood just spurting out of his thumbs and i was like come on i know make make more of an effort make more of an effort on my tv watching that and and he pulls his hands away i'm like oh my god it's just shooting off of his hands (laughs) that i was like he Come on, guy that directs Miami Vice. You're better than this. <laughs> Apparently not. Apparently not. Um, so so he's out. They cut the com- like they cut like we're cutting the commercial. So they cut yeah. the commercial for stalker to ever die yes. somehow. Even and though then, people have won before, right? Which makes no sense. No. And then the one, this is one of the worst worst things they had in the movie. So you can tell they must have just tacked this in. I don't know what, but so he's dead. They go to commercial, and then they cut back to Arnold and the boys. And they're they're leaving Sub Zero Land. Yes. They're walking like up this ramp, and uh, the nerd guy goes, "Boy, I sure am glad we got. <laughs> I sure am glad we got Sub Zero." And then Arnold goes, "Yeah, he was a pain in the neck." <laughs> yes, because they sliced his neck. Yes. <laughs> the guy. That's what, that's what the scene was. Cut yes. to them. Boy, I sure am glad we got Sub Zero. Yes. And then Arnold delivers that whopper of a line. <laughs> So, moving on, they what do they do? I don't remember what they do at this point. They go back to the audience to pick the next two stalkers. Oh yeah. no, Maria Conchita Alonso is going to do some research on. Oh, that's right. Ben, right, Arnold. <laughs> Since she works for the, co- the yes. media company, so she goes in the room where they keep all the top secret information. Uh, just opens the unlocked door yep. and then opens the drawer where the top secret information is. And there's a conveniently labeled piece of information that says, Ben, whoever, edited <laughs> for TV. Yes. And you're like, oh, that's how convenient. Yes. Luckily, there's no security in this yep. dystopian society. It was, the, it was the unedited version. <laughs> yes, right. Because, you know, they framed right. them, so why not keep in the files the unedited version that would... <laughs> yes. That would... Yes. Get Things to exonerate people. Yes. Right. <laughs> right in this right in this drawer right here. Right. So but she gets caught finding it. Yeah. And guess where she's going? She's going to play the motherfucking running man. Yep. They come back and uh Richard Dawson announces that uh they have a guest guest runner and they throw her into the game and they start saying that like she was a whore and yep loose morals slept with up to four different men a year yeah <laughs> that's where i thought i was like oh this is fitting for today also <laughs> no kidding um and then they pick the next two stalkers is there she gets sent in yeah so so then they do the scene with the crowd there's like different there's different camps in the crowd of who likes which stalker the most you know yes and so like, oh, who should the next stalker be? You know, and they they make sure to talk to the old ladies to let you know how messed up this is because like it's all it's like lots of grandmas. Oh yeah, the old ladies love watching people get murdered. Yeah, so they go to like one of the grandmas and they're trying to pick, 
And she's like, oh, I don't know. I kind of went buzzsaw, but I don't know. And Maybe Dynamo. Maybe Dynamo. And he's like, wait, why do you have to pick? Let's put them both in. <laughs> yes. So then we get number one, Buzzsaw, buzzsaw. the next stalker. Yep. He Big. is a, can you guess? He has a chainsaw. He has a chainsaw, <laughs> everybody. And uh, once again, it is the 80s, so he is on a dirt bike. Yes. That was an important part. It's all, yes. It's, there must be a dirt bike in all 80s action movies. And then they announce Dynamo, and you're like, wow, that could, that could be anything. And it basically is. It is. It's Take your pick. He's it's electric, a, and he sings opera. Yep, he's electric. He sings opera. He has a futuristic dune buggy. Yes. He's dressed like he's uh, in a opera. Yes, and he's, he's all Spartan lit up. He's a helmet on, and he's wear- like, he, like he's wearing a light bright suit. And there's a lot, yes. And... Uh, all that's all that's happening at once. He's singing opera. His suit's lighting up. He's shooting electricity, and an important part: this guy is such a huge, tough guy. He's probably three hundred pounds overweight. Oh yes, if not more. Great big fat guy. Yes, yes, yes. Which makes you tough in movies. <laughs> it does in the eighties. Yes. <laughs> Always. <laughs> that's like when it's the same that when men when women when men become women in movies. They can, like, throw people through walls. Yes. That was being a fat guy in the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> it's like in White Chicks. Like, oh, these men are now women. They have superhuman strength. Yes. <laughs> yes. So great big fat guys are superhumans yep. in 80s movies. Uh, so, yeah. They fight and fight. Um, so they, so they this I'm, I'm going to say here, too, that not to offend anyone in the audience, I'm beginning to lose interest in the old running man. I'm trying real hard. Oh yeah. I'm trying so I'm like, oh, this movie. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Come on. It went like, down I mean, it was a slow descent downhill. <laughs> but then yeah. when the game actually starts, you're just like, oh boy. <laughs> I remember yeah. thinking this was like a little bit scary and edgy and cool when I was a oh, kid. Oh, when I was a kid, the guy in the the big fat guy in the light up suit and the dune yeah. buggy. I'm like, what I is loved this? it. Yes. yes. It was yes. funny. Oh yeah. I mean it was cool. It seemed futuristic. Oh yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> yep. And then, so he's so getting so chased. They, so they cut. They cut back to the nerd. The nerd uh, brigade. Um, they're they're managing to do a bunch of secret things. Yes, they're trying to. They're find trying to uplink. link up satellites. Yeah. Yes. So they can show. They can tell people the truth. Right. Which we're not even sure how they even. Also, how do they not know that? Tr- I guess they're being lied to by edited videos, but we don't really know what's so bad about. The setup for the bad guys is Yeah, strange. I know. The dystopian society is like... It wouldn't even work because they show the scene, so when Arnold breaks out of the airport, they show fake news of Arnold like murdered like three people at the airport, and they yes. show dead bodies, and they report that he killed several people. Right. Okay. Maria Conchita Alonso and the nerd are yes. trying to figure out the uplink. Yes, and they have to get a code, Right. which he just goes up to a screen, and he's like, Oh, this one's really hard. He's like, remember these numbers, and then he just keeps poking it, and yeah. the numbers come up, and I'm yeah. like, boy, that doesn't seem that hard. I know the whole concept that they keep dragging through this movie is like they have to get codes for a satellite uplink, and then to they're gonna sh- tell the jam truth. the system, and like all these like technological words that in the '80s, I'm sure was like, oh, well, that's like serious shit. Mm. But it didn't make any sense, no. and then like again, the little like Nintendo computer. Yes. Punching, punching buttons and numbers are popping up. And he says, remember these numbers. Yes. She has to remember the numbers. Right. For future use. Yes. Because for some reason, the 
code to the security of their satellite system is in the middle of nowhere in the arena of battle. Yeah. And it's just easily accessible, and all you got to do is poke it like 12 times, yep. and it tells you the whole code. Right, to and you can take over their satellite. <laughs> yes. You can broadcast whatever you yes. want. It's, it's like the hole easy. in the Death Star. They're going to make a prequel. <laughs> They're going to make a prequel. Uh, running Rogue, man. I don't know. <laughs> Shut up. I will. Sorry. <laughs> but yeah, that's there's this movie is flawed. Yeah. This one, uh, um, Buzzsaw comes out. Buzzsaw gets. And he's on his dirt bike. Yafet Kato. Yeah. I hope Th- I'm saying that guy's name right. I think so. I wouldn't even try uh, and say it. But he, his number one move is raising his chainsaw above his head. Yes. He's real good at fighting on a uh, dirt bike. With a chainsaw. He keeps, so he finds Arnold, he finds all of them, and his, his move is just keep circling around them on his dirt bike and, and basically taking a swoop with the chainsaw and missing. Did, no, he didn't find the nerd and no, the girl. No, he, they were gone. They're out yeah, doing they're out doing their computer thing. Yeah. And Dynamo's looking for them. Yeah. And then Buzzsaw and Arnold fight. Yep. And it's like kind of a lame little fight. It doesn't even, it's not even really a fight. It's no, and then they're like wrestling. Right. And then Buzzsaw says, this chainsaw is a part of me, <laughs> yes. and I'm going to make it a part of you. And then uh, it fights more, few couple more minutes rolling right. around. They're basically like just fi- fighting over control of the chainsaw. Yes. And then Arnold stabs him right up the middle and says, "Keep it." Which yeah. I I was like, "That's all. Right. That's an okay Arnold line right there." It wasn't bad. There's a new one at least. I think. There's uh no line as bad in the movie as when he's trying to get Dynamo to chase him. He says, follow me, Christmas tree. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, actually, there are worse ones because he says, uh, follow me, Christmas tree. No, no. He says, hey, Christmas tree. And then later he says, follow me, light bulb. Uh-huh. Follow me, light bulb. Somebody <laughs> wrote that down. That was getting paid. Yep. Probably a lot. I would imagine so. And that's what they came up with. So Follow he beats me, Buzzsaw, and then Dynamo comes out, and he has this like dune buggy, like a ATV, metal, yeah. futuristic. But it's somehow, but his head—he's sticking out of the his middle head of is it. Sticking out of the middle yes. of it, and he's got a great big lit up Trojan helmet. Right? Did he? I feel like he zapped someone at this point too. Did he catch? He I kills. He M- I think he the zapped nerd MCA gets and got got the nerd too. Yeah, the nerd gets killed. Is that? Oh, does Dynamo kill him? Yeah. He, okay, so the dynam- so Dynamo kills the nerd yeah. with his electricity hands. <laughs> Again, he has that ability to just like put his arm out like Sub Zero in Mortal Kombat and like yes. shoot blue electricity. Not Professor Sub Zero. <laughs> no. <laughs> big big difference. Uh, so, to to go get Arnold then instead of just shooting with electricity, he gets into his dune buggy and starts driving around singing opera music. Yes. I guess it's a show. Maybe he's just really aware of the uh, of the being on TV. Is it? He's a big showman. I don't know. There's also one point. There's points in this movie where someone is. There's a point in the movie where Mick Fleetwood is talking, and he's got something in his mouth, and he's clearly not talking. They just dub talking over him. And there's a point where Dynamo is clearly supposed to be singing, Uh and there's no sound. No, no. He says words. He's like, I'm going to get you or something. And he's clearly like singing opera, but he's not. <laughs> I don't know if that's with the DVD I had or what, but I was mm. like, oh, they just dubbed in some words there because he was 
He's clearly supposed to be singing. Right. I don't know if you know. I just noticed that. That's nitpicky, though, I guess. But, but this a, whole. Well, there's a million things you can nitpick. This this movie, if yeah, if you're nitpicking uh, The Running Man, which is what we're doing. Yeah, I guess but so. But you could go. You go real deep. Oh, with yeah, the there's man. so much. There's <laughs> so much. I mean, it's hard to keep everything. That's why I'm just trying to, like, keep keep putting all the pieces together because this goes in so many different directions that are all nonsense. Yeah, the you don't really know what's going on. You're just watching it happen. Yeah, because then, like, so Dynamo comes out, and he's just he's driving his car around instead of yeah. shooting with electricity, and then, like, he kind of goes up an embankment and, like, rolls over. Yeah, but somehow Arnold makes him do yeah, that, doesn't he? Yeah, he must have. And then he gets stuck. And then everybody wants – at this point, people are – no, they're not. They're not yet. Right. Uh, so he's stuck, and Arnold is free to murder his ass. Right, and he picks up a big pipe. And he's going to stab him right in the head, and yep. everybody's cheering. Yep. Then he spares him. He doesn't kill him. Stabs right next to his head. Right. And then again, they leave that scene in the same way they left Professor Sub-Zero scene. Yes. And one of them asks Arnold, hey, what happened to Buzzsaw? And he says, he had to split. <laughs> See, that's oh. not bad. <laughs> that's what you expect from these, though. Oh, I that's know. He had to split is much better than follow me light bulb. Oh, for sure. So now, uh, so they burn through the three like, main fucks, I guess. Yes. And now they got to call one of them from out of the... Uh, uh, <laughs> The dressing room, the locker room. Yes, and it's it's Jim Brown. It's Jim Brown, and I, at first I'm like, is that Jim Brown? He had an awesome uh, wig on. He had this like giant flat top fade. Yeah, with, with gray. big white streaks yep. in it. It was very cool. So they they call him out of retirement, basically. Pyro, right, right. Isn't that his name? Uh, Fireball. Fireball. How right. I'm just making Fireball. names up. By this point in the movie, I watched this movie twice. I'm like, you got this. Just keep watching it. <laughs> you keep, can do it. Keep going. <laughs> Cheer yourself and on. I did. And I, I kept watching it, but I was like, uh, trying not to look at my phone, but I kept looking at my yeah, phone. Yeah, yeah. I may have been under the influence. But, sure. But, you know, doing my homework. Right. So, yeah, Jim Brown shows up. And it's, his name is Fireball, so you can guess what his shtick was. He's got a flamethrower. And then also what I did. Oh, in a jetpack. Yeah, in a jetpack. <laughs> yes. I didn't realize that at first. Oh, this was a good line, too. When uh, when Fireball shows up yep. out of the sky. On a jetpack. On a jetpack. Yeah, it's very cool. Uh, Maria says, Jesus Christ. And Arnold says, guess again. <laughs> I, was I, like that. That. I was like, that's a good line. I'm okay with that <laughs> one. That. Yeah. I was like, oh, I, I'm cool with that. Um. Oh yeah. So he comes down, and, and basically, like, so then the fight is on, and they're in like his world or whatever, and there's like lots of barrels, and so they're in like a hallway. <laughs> like he has this like flamethrower. He's like very. He's a very cool character. You know, yes. he's the cool black guy in the movie. And uh, so he and we had seen him earlier in yes, the locker room. Yeah, he was in a suit. So he, yes. he he came out of retirement. And he's like the old football player throwing the pads back on. And he gets out there. And so they run away from him, like down again, down a hallway. Everything's sort of in hallways yes. here. It's a building, but it seems like a very narrow hallway. And uh, so they're running, and he is slowly trotting after them. Yes. <laughs> and they keep showing him slowly trotting. He's in like a chainmail suit. It's it makes yeah. no sense. But it's like a silver. It's a silver suit. Yeah, like a silver onesie. Yes. Uh, but we learn a little bit later what that is. 
Um, and somehow Arnold and Maria get separated, and she is alone with him. She ends up in a room. Yes. With two burned up dead bodies. Yes. And they're it's a locker room too. For some yeah, reason. and why, they're wearing dog tags. And then she reads the dog tags, and it's the previous year's winners yes. that are supposed to be with the babes. Right, that we saw dancing island, at the beginning. That are just still sitting there, burned up. Right, so they just murdered them. They never. Won. But where, where are they at this point? Exactly. They're in. Why are there things like there's just they play this game, this big television show, and there's just random things. Right. Like, they shot them through the tubes to some faraway game land. Yes. And yet somehow there's this locker room right. with players who are wearing dog tags, which are what military people wear, yes. not game players. But, of course, you have to be able to Well, they're prisoners, them. you know. I guess. That's why they're playing the game. I know, but I'm saying they're wearing dog tags with their name on them. Yes. That, so it's really – and the first time I watched it, I didn't even realize what she was talking about. Oh, yeah, I didn't either. I was like, time. what? Who yeah. are these people? I, I thought they were stalkers. I will say I, I picked up twice as much information the second time I watched it. Like The first time, there was so much happening, it was hard to keep track. and Yes. Uh, like Just keeping the story. And I, keep in mind, I watched this movie several times <laughs> yeah. as a, as oh, a kid. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I mean, it was on TV a lot, and I, I watched it every time it was on. And I, I think it was better... As a kid, you'd be like, I just don't know what's going on because I'm a kid. Yes, and there's explosions and like yeah, big, big and dudes. a guy in a light up suit and Harold Foltemeyer music. <laughs> yes, and a guy in a jetpack and Arnold. Oh yeah, so so he he finally trots up and catches him, and Arnold starts uh, picking up uh, like big oil barrels and throwing them like Donkey Kong style at him. Right, and he has his uh, uh, flamethrower gun and he's like trying to like get it. But Arnold keeps hitting him, and he's starting to fuck him up with the <laughs> with the barrels, and he kind of knocks him down. Okay, I don't so, remember this. Yeah. So then they <laughs> <laughs> then they go to run out, and uh, uh, he's kind so he's trying to get the barrels off him, and Arnold sticks him with the barrels full of gasoline. Right. And then they run away, and Arnold stops, and at his feet is luck should have it a box of flares. Oh yes, that's right. Yeah. That's right. Um, but at one point. Doesn't he? K- he's gonna kill Maria in the room with the two dead previous winners, oh, yeah, because they don't right. dispose of bodies in the future. Th- those guys have been sitting there dead for a year. Yeah, and she's in the room with them. She realizes it's them. Right. He's going to kill her with his flamethrower, and he's slowly turning it on her. Oh. And then Arnold comes down from the ceiling. Yes. What happens? So the bridge between that is. So he throw he throws the um, the flare and blows him up, and he's and he you see him walking out of the flames because of his oh, super yeah. thin metal suit right. that isn't covering his head. Right. Yeah. But he doesn't have any sm- any uh, dust or, s- or no. Soot he's still clean. Anything. He's yeah. completely clean. Oh yes. So then yeah. So then that's when we find the scene of her in the locker room, and it's a it's a locker room without a ceiling, and yet somehow because Arnold. <laughs> So Arnold comes from. He the finds her like yes. uh, Fireball finds her. Yes, and he's gonna light her up. And we're <laughs> lucky that in action movies, if you're gonna kill someone and you're the bad guy, you turn your gun real slow. Yes, very like, slow. Oh, I'm gonna kill you, and right. then the close up on the gun taking eight seconds to aim at her. Yes, and then here comes Arnold down from the ceiling. Yes, like unhooking the fuel line right. from the flamethrower. 
Right, and again, and like he it's like he jumped off of something, but there was no ceiling to that. So I don't know how we because the other guy came with his jetpack. And this is the there. thing with this movie is that oh you can't God. you can't tell what's like you you don't really know what's what at many points in this. Movie. I know because nothing's ever made clear enough. No, and it keeps going. It keeps jumping around so much. It's very poorly written. Yes. <laughs> so so his gas blows up. Yes, and he's got a line for. Jim Brown after he unhooks his yeah he un- unhooks the unhooks gas his line gas line and he is he hurts him somehow kicks him away and oh yes he I'm looking for the line it was a line I didn't think was that bad oh how about a light yes and then he throws the flare at yeah, him because he's flare. got fuel leaked all over him. And then he says, what a hothead. Yes. <laughs> Classic. How many, like w- how many one-liners are in this movie? Like 10? More than that. <sighs> you think so? As a kid, I remember there being like, I thought maybe be, maybe there'd be like two in a movie. I think I have 10 written down. Yeah, I know. I kept writing them down, too. I couldn't believe how many there were. And I couldn't believe there them. were some real, I guess I wrote down the ones I thought were either really bad or good. So maybe I wrote down most of them. Right. But I bet I've got at least eight. Yeah, it it probably was way more than that even. And then I thought I would be able to pay enough attention to not take as many notes. Yes. But I I was like, okay. Then they have to call in. uh, At that point, they were taking bets on people in the streets are betting on this. And an old lady in the audience, he said, who do you think is going to make the next kill? Yeah. And she puts her money on Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, on Ben. She puts it on Ben and it's like, whoa, the tide is which of, which is Which offends Richard Dawson. Killing him. Yes. Yep. And they're like, oh, what's going on here? They've, this guy that's killing everyone is starting to turn the tide, I guess. Yep. And so he does. He's won the crowd. And then they have to call in Jesse Ventura, the greatest of all time. Yep. Captain from Freedom. retirement. Yep. And instead... Arnold and the girl have escaped at this point. Um, let's see. Arnold and the girl are they've well they just killed Fireball, so they're still Ah. Oh. <laughs> I just remembered. <laughs> I caught this today cuz I couldn't remember it from yesterday. At this point, those two are running and all of a sudden you see them trapped in a cage. Yes. Oh, this this movie fucking they gave up. This is where they officially give up on this movie. Yes. This they're like, "Okay, the 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 strikers or the stalkers yes. they're all dead now so now and they handed it to like an intern to finish a movie <laughs> yes because now yes. what happens is so uh, Arnold and MCA are running and they get caught like all of a sudden a, uh, a wall comes up and they're like shit we're trapped right and then they cut to and then they cut to Captain Freedom Jesse Ventura getting all mad with he had his metal suit on he's like I'm not wearing this crap yeah. I'm a gladiator and I'll go out there and I was killing guys like that ten years ago. <laughs> yeah. so he's fighting and then they cut back to arnold and mca and the wall goes up and it's the resistance yes okay they found the headquarters of the resistance inside the game (laughs) this is where i was totally i couldn't i was like what the fuck what is going on all their guns all their computers uh, lots of like commandos ready to go yes like oh right in the middle of the game right in the middle of the game so the game world that they got shot into via those tubes, that's where the Resistance headquarters is. Yes. That's what we just learned. And then they asked why they didn't oh do something God. before, 
And they're like, we couldn't. We would have been caught. But I was like, what? Yeah. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, wait, what? And, so then, then, they, and then, then they cut they, to Arnold again in there. And Arnold is, what's he wearing this time? He's back in his civilian clothes. Yep. He has his suspenders on. He, he looks. He has a t-shirt. He has a stogie once yep, again. Yep. <laughs> You can tell Arnold demanded that, too. Oh, yes. I need to be smoking a cigar twice in this movie. <laughs> okay, Arnold. And so then Jesse Ventura, they're, they show him fighting some people. Right. And they, with their fancy Apple IIs. Yeah, in the, in the control room. Yeah. They digitize yep. the people to look like Arnold and Maria. Right. And he kills so them. So they're making fake news to make it look like... Uh, Captain Freedom wins. Yes. Because, and I didn't get this. Like, last night after the movie, I was thinking about it as I was trying to run it through in my head, and I'm like, wait, what happened to Jesse Ventura? I don't know. To, to I watched the movie twice. I watched it again today, and what happens was, is when he goes in the second time when he has this stupid metal arm and chest plate, and, he's out and does this, I'm not wearing that crap scene. Yeah. That's it. He, he walks away, and he's done. <laughs> yes. Because then what they but show, but he appears after that. Then what they show is the fake news version. Oh, of him so that's just him saying no, and yeah, he doesn't and do it. And they're like, and they're like, oh, fuck it, we gotta make this. That work. is, we gotta, a, that's why I was yes, like, I that's insane. I thought I just quit paying attention. I know, me too. And I had to so nothing. That's it. They just take old footage. I had to rewind and it put and Arnold it. into it. Yeah, I had to rewind it and watch it twice today to understand that's what was happening. That is bad. <laughs> it's real bad. So basically, they, they they show the fight, the fake fight that was quote digitized. But don't they um, ask him? They ask him later if it, he's like, "Did it work?" Does I, I don't know. Did what work? Did the digitization work? Oh, Did, I don't know. I feel like you see him. Oh man, that's bad. Yeah, it's really bad. That's all it took, apparently. So then, so they, so the world thinks that. Captain Freedom is one, and that Arnold and MCA are both dead. Yes, that's what that's what they were just shown, and it was fake. Meanwhile, they finally like, since they're inside the Resistance headquarters, conveniently um, oh. located right in the middle of the game, <laughs> yeah. uh, they gave them like the the launch code or the whatever. She had code. the codes. Oh, she also said we don't need to tell them the truth. We have video, which at that point I was like thinking to myself, where when she got caught stealing the video. Where the hell was she keeping the video? Right. And then Arnold says, where were you keeping that? <laughs> and she says, it's a secret or something. I was like, oh, they just imply she kept it in her vagina. Right. But also, she got caught stealing it. At what point between getting caught and having stolen it, does she stick it up her hoo-ha? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> they also... So she's in be, entirely just, different clothes. Right. This mu that must have just been her first move is just cram that up there. <laughs> yes. Not even I'm really understanding. Caught. Oh, she doesn't know that it's true even. Right. She right. just <laughs> Maybe that's just what she does. With shit. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's what, like whenever maybe I get caught, I just stick future. things up there. <laughs> Although in current 2017, that's not what happened, so I'm not sure. Yes. So, yes. She has video. She has the real video of him not killing Yes. Of him being trying to right. stop them from killing the people. Right. And they're headed back to the TV station. And Arnold's, they ask Arnold to join them. He says, what I told Killian, I'd be back. Oh, uh, that's right. And then they head back with all the guns. Right. So, yes, and I love this. So they, the resistance decides they're going to go fight back. Which, uh, this whole time, they've only stopped. F they've killed four dudes. 
five stalkers. Yeah. Who was stopping the resistance the rest of this time? Oh no, he says you need a leader, yeah. right? And it's and it's him. Yeah. It's Arnold. So they didn't have a leader. That's why. Right. They're just waiting for the right guy to come along. Yeah. They couldn't. Because so Mick Fleetwood was not was not going to. No, he wasn't. Even though he Mick was, Fleetwood and old man makeup. Clearly the leader. Oh, <laughs> maybe that's why they made him old. That must be why they made him old. Why? Because he's not physically. He can't be the leader. Oh, I guess. I guess. Yeah, I, I mean, suppose. I don't know. Unless he just demanded it. I feel like there's a lot of cocaine involved. In <laughs> That's so why that Mick Fleet was heyday of cocaine also, 1987. Yeah. I don't know. So they go back to the television yes, station. Yes, and this is the funny part. So, they, again, the resistance headquarters is inside the building where they all got shot two or three days ago. And then when they show the resistance, like, Arnold leading them, they're, like, yes. going through, like, basements of, like, laboratories. Yes. And all of a sudden, like, uh, one minute later, they're there in they are. the TV studio. Well, also, between <laughs> earlier in the movie, between her getting caught and her being put into the game is, a, in real time, like 10 minutes. Yes. If that. Yes. <laughs> You're like, so during the commercial break, they caught her and they put her in the game. Yeah. It was that easy. That's how close everything is. That's why they need 200-mile-per-hour tubes. Yeah. Everything's very close. Um, so, yes, they're going back to the... TV station, armed to the gills. Yep. They go in there, kill a bunch of people. Yeah, they like start shooting up the place. Yes. And, uh, like, there's this sort of... And the show is still on. Yeah, the show's still on. The show's running. And it's this is, like, one of those 80s things where, like, there'll be scenes where people are just spraying machine guns around. Yes. Intermittently, like, no real goal is being achieved. Besides the bad guys are just spraying bullets around right. and people are running. It's one of those scenes. Oh, yes. Because the audience is still there. Right. And then the resistance shows up and the bad guys start shooting. Right. Missing. Missing everyone. Then Arnold starts shooting. Right. And killing everyone. And the audience scatters. And is this where Electro... When was the Electro uh, MCA scene? That was... Oh, that's in the hallway. Yeah. But was that? that's at this point. What is she? Where is she? I don't know. She was in the she hallway. She kicks him in the balls. Yeah, by the fucking pop machine again. And uh, he's being, like, really creepy. And she hits him in the balls and, like, tries to crawl between his legs or something. And he grabs her by the leg. Yeah. Hmm. But the the uh, the um, fire... Uh, <laughs> the fucking... Um, Wait, does she gr- she grabs him by the balls? No, she he grabs she crawls between his legs. Yes, he grabs her. Then she kicks him in the balls, and gets away. Yes, right? that must be when she pulls um, the fucking lever to make the sprinklers come down, which electrocutes him. Which electri- electrocutes just him because he's wearing the suit. Yes, and man, I really zoned out at the end of this movie twice. Yeah. I watched it once, and I was like, boy, I didn't pay enough attention. Oh, this is I better watch it again. Oh, and the second time, I took notes, and I still didn't know what was going on. This is where they fight, and I'm trying to remember what part is he tries to rape her for no reason. What? Yeah. <sighs> this is the second weird, like, suggestion of rape in the movie where he's like, what? This is ta- – like, she she's knocked down. The water's uh, – the sprinklers are going. He's like, I'm going to – like, teach you a lesson or something along those lines. And his pants are around his ankles. And he's in his whitey tighties. 
Oh and like God. she, at that point, he gets electrocuted or something. But he was just gonna rape her in the hallway for some reason. I don't know. It made no. Plus, sense. Arnold let him live. Yeah, right. He should have. Uh, 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 I remember that being very scary when I was a kid. I'm like, oh my god, he's gonna rape that lady. Yeah. Well, you know, real weird. People seemed. Well, I don't know. I don't want to talk about it. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I, <laughs> get our, get ourselves in trouble. Yeah, I don't want to. But previously in the movie, it was implied that being raped by Arnold Schwarzenegger would be right. That uh, is true. Not such Ugh. a bad thing, which is really gross. It's very troubling. Um, so, so he gets killed by water. What is she even doing though? Yeah, I, that's the. Let's see. Yeah, I don't remember. Like, I think Arnold left. I think it could have been in a situation where Arnold just left. I think Arnold left to run out to the like where the show is happening. And she was alone there, and then all of a sudden, here comes out a talking snake, which is what it seemed like. Right. So, at this point, so he he gets killed finally after almost raping the lady, which was just bizarre. And then Arnold goes into like the main stage of the game show, where the the entire crowd has left, everyone's left, but hey, guess who's still there for no good reason? Killian. Yes, of course. So this is like the so finally. So Killian still thinks he's got the upper hand. Yes. Because of his He walks out there and then all of a sudden, guy. yeah, they show the, this big bodyguard who's been looming around the entire movie. Who Killian constantly makes f- steroid jokes about. Yes. Yes. And that's then right. And so all of a sudden, he thinks Killian thinks that, yeah. like, Arnold, Killian has the upper hand and he's like, oh, hey, Arnold, haha, <laughs> like, uh. everything's cool because here comes my huge that's always bodyguard. So he slowly walks in, like, WWE style. Like slowly yes. walks in, like this guy's like like a looking like Zangief from Street Fighter. Yes, yeah. And you think, oh shit, Arnold's gonna have to fight this guy. Yeah, I'm like thinking, here's the final boss. Like, yes, this is gonna be the big like epic fight. But then he says, "Why well, I'm gonna go pick up some steroids or yeah. something like that," yeah. and just walks away. Yep. Also, there's they always have trouble in Arnold movies. In most Arnold movies, <laughs> trying to find find someone that looks like they could take Arnold. Yes. This guy wasn't that bad, but like, there doesn't Arnold have to fight John Lithgow and something? Or <laughs> like, there's always like these goop, like these guys are kind of big, but it's like, what are you? What? Yeah. There, he had no equal. There was no. He didn't have any like no. the Rock or anyone like that. No. He was one of a kind. the dude that played. Him, Hacksaw or whatever, that Buzzsaw. Jacked, that yeah. guy was huge. That guy was huge. Um, Being huge in the '80s was a big deal. It's a big deal now. Now yeah. they're like more skinny, huge. But yeah, it's important to be huge in the '80s. So then he grabs Killian, and Killian does this this long speech at the end about how like I'm just giving the people what they want. You know, this supposed giving to be like, the people what they want. Yeah, this is supposed to be like this big speech and. You know, and I'm then not really bad guy. So then Arnold picks him up, puts him in one of the puts him in the rocket cart. Yeah, puts him in the rocket cart. Rocket cart the, to the game field. Light the fuses. Light them bottle rockets up. Shoot them through the tubes. And for some reason, he, go, he goes all the way through the tube. Yes. Exits the tube and then shoots through a billboard with this picture on it, and it yeah. kills him. And it explodes. The billboard explodes. It, like a giant fireball. Those were some powerful bottle rockets. Yeah, that uh, must have been extra. They could be stopped by a net, but also but shoot through time. buildings and right. billboards. But not this time. And for some yes. reason, the trajectory this time <laughs> yes. sent him. Different. Yes. Completely it, different. He didn't one. hit the ground. He just launched right through a billboard. Right. Which promptly exploded. Right. 
Like it was stuffed full of dynamite. <laughs> yes. And then... And then Maria Conchita Alonso shows up at the stairs, and the sexy music starts playing. Yes. I remember thinking to myself, really? They're going to try and make a romantic moment at the end when there's been no romantic tension between them the entire time? Yes. He's been nothing but mean to her, and the fact that she's even being friendly at all... Yeah, not only the beginning is creepy. Yes. yes. But it's a different times. It's 30 years ago. I mean, I guess so. So anyway, so she walks in, and it's all lit very soft, and the romantic music is playing, and they kiss, and yes. then they just walk out together, and that's it. And the song, <laughs> the 80s love song yes. about running is yes. blaring. Yes. And it is. it doesn't fit the movie whatsoever, except no. for they mention running away together. Yes. The word running is in it. Yes. So he had to do that in eighties movies, though. He had to have a song on the soundtrack that had the title in it. Yes, one way or another. So yes. this was that. You could tell that they were again. They probably spent money on this because they were pushing it hard at the end there. Yes, and it didn't like when they kissed. I mean, it was ridiculous. It was so no, stupid. it made no sense. And I'm like, wait, this movie's about to end right now. I can't believe this is how this movie ends. <laughs> yes, like everything is done with no gravity to it. No, like it, when these supposed amazing. All the fights are very worthless. Yes. Very worthless fighting. Very everything like, about it. Not it. Not only are they just dumb, but like poorly like shot and choreographed. Everything about so lazy. This movie seemed like I said, Total Recall made three years later. Yeah. Seems like it could have been made thirty years later. Yeah. I mean, this movie, if you took the color out of it, it could be black and white. <laughs> it's true. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I guess if you took the color out of any movie, it could be black and white. That's what true. I mean is... It could be a black and white <laughs> What I mean movie. is, yes, they yeah. could have made this movie in the 50s. Yeah. No, it, it, the production value, like, it was supposed to be the future, and apparently the future... Yes. Yes. And hallways. Most realistic. Lots of hallways. <laughs> Want to hear something funny? Know, know who was uh, up for the part? Arnold Schwarzenegger's part. Who? Uh, Dolph Lundgren was. Oh, that makes sense. Christopher Reeve was. That also sort of makes and sense. And also, the last choice, which I played, Patrick Swayze. What? Yeah. That would be an entirely different movie. <laughs> it sure would. It'd be like Roadhouse. <laughs> oh, man. Weird. That's sad. Well, um, in conclusion... The Running Man, I'd say my childhood is ruined. It definitely ruined mine. <laughs> I, I d yeah, one one happy childhood of, uh, in my in my memory is now is now off the shelf. Yes, it's no longer there. No, this movie sucks. But it's I knew, like I said, I most I don't know. I feel like I would have. Th this movie doesn't have a uh, mini eighties Arnold movies. Yeah, this one. Like a, this one is not. People out, still talk about yeah, it. Yeah, this one's not out there anymore. No, it's not. It's not. You don't hear it referenced or spoofed at all. No, you can't. And now, and I wondered why. And now I don't wonder anymore. No, because it's, it's bad. a real dog. Too. <laughs> yes. I mean, I was yes. surprised. I thought I would like it decently because I remember thinking it was just a good, solid movie, and it is the opposite. Of well, that. there can be bad, good movies. Oh, for sure. And there is many Arnold movies are. Yes. Great bad movies. I feel like we're going to end up watching several of them. Yes. I guess we'll learn. Maybe we're completely wrong. We might this. ruin Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> it might be the problem. We might be like, oh, he was in two good movies. Yeah. No, three. Predator, Terminator. Did Predator one come and out two. before this? I, th I think it came out after. I, I hope it, it came out after. Close. 
if not, that just goes to show the. I mean, think about the technology in Predator. Yeah, that movie holds that up. That takes well, place uh, again. I'm no, it does. It does. I feel we like can watch it, it right now. Yep. It's, it's freaking great. <laughs> no, I, again, Predator I, holds up my mind, and it's take had to be made either before this movie or after. And Predator actually took place in the eighties and seems more futuristic Predator than the out, Running Man. Predator came out the same year. <laughs> Man, what a baller year for Schwarzenegger! No kidding. Holy cow. No, but Predator, that's that seems like a movie made 10 years after that, for oh, sure. Oh, Predator could, I mean, I could watch Predator right now, I and agree. there's nothing in it that doesn't hold up. Oh, boy, those are strong words right there. <laughs> I'm telling you. <laughs> no, I believe it, he, because he, the I... The camouflage in the jungle, you're yeah, like, oh, that's yeah, freaking awesome. Yeah. And in this movie, the computers look like they were from 1963. Yeah, they went backwards with the computers and the screen technology. Yes, it was bizarre. For no reason. Except except for the giant HDTVs out in the shit zone or whatever. Yes, those made sense. This movie could have been called The Shit Zone. That would have been, <laughs> been better. Yes. The fight scenes are bad. Yep. Um... I'm trying to think if there's the anything production really is good. Bad. The dance scenes were good. Booties. <laughs> I like those. There were parts where I was like, I like the tunnels at first. The ends of the tunnels didn't make any sense. That's that was also Richard Dawson. I was like, good choice to get a real game show host. He was great in this. To play the game show host. Although when he's giving a speech at the end, I was like, is he drunk, he or is that just was. how he talks? I think he was. was he, is, uh, I think he's a known drinker, okay. like one of the guys that would like. I think he was basically that guy. He's of the era, yes. older guy. Came Old out Hollywood, of seventies TV. Right. I think they own be shitty to win. That was probably drinking with his pinky out. Yes, for sure. Yeah, because he totally. I was like, he's he's drunk. Yeah, I think he was cast per- perfectly in this movie. Yeah, you couldn't have cast it better. That's one positive. And it was like it was startling how bad of an actor Arnold Schwarzenegger was. Yes, is, I guess. Well, I, I mean, he was bad. It was very wooden. Very, oh very, yes. And I remember that's how it was. Like, like in the eighties, like that was his thing, and like everyone's like, "Yeah, that's what he does," and it was cool. But when you watch it now, it's like that's just if it terrible. Fits, <laughs> if it fits, it fits. Like Predator. Yes. Go back to Predator. Terminator. He barely speaks. Yes. Uh. And he's a bad guy. Terminator 2, he speaks a lot more, but he's supposed to be first? working. Maybe, I think robot. maybe Commando was probably his first when we was had a lot of lines. You think Commando? Yeah, his big, his great big first starring role is Conan. Oh, And he only true. says, I think yeah. if you look it up, he says like 11 lines in I think, the whole movie. I don't think he even knew English at that point. Yeah. No, he did because his oh, breakout yeah. was he went to the University of. I know a lot about Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> 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 he went. <laughs> he went to the University of Wisconsin, and his breakout was a documentary about bodybuilding. That's oh, that's a, that's right. how he became a star and being Mister Universe right. multiple times. Good point. Yes, doesn't mean he was good at it. Nope. <laughs> nope. But yeah, and then he became governor. Sure did. And now he's on The Apprentice. Oh, that. Let's not talk about that. And our president was on The Apprentice. (laughs) It all comes full circle. It does. Back to fascism. (laughs) Which was, this movie was definitely about. Yes. Arnold Arnold smashing fundamentalism. Nope, I'm just going to quit. Yeah, I got. Word salad. Like we're just talking. 
Beep blop bloop. All right, so as far as the running man goes, uh episode one of Let's Ruin Our Childhood. We have uh, definitely ruined a chunk of our childhood today. Yes, a very small chunk, but I fondly remember watching The Running Man. Me too. And I'm gotta say I'll try and hold on to those dreams. Those, <laughs> yes. those memories. Yes. Yeah. Drinking some Dr. Pepper and eating Doritos. <laughs> watching The Running Man. Maybe that I didn't do that last night. Maybe I should have done that. Maybe that was what I was actually enjoying. That maybe maybe it's hard to say. But uh All right. That's it. All right. That's it for uh our first episode. We'll uh see you guys next time. Bye. Bye bye. <laughs>